Everybody and welcome to Popcorn Saga, the podcast podcast that rewatches and reviews the best TV and movie sagas. Joining me today as we scour my outer rim for blue biscuits and more reasons, <laughs> more reasons other than a broken ship not to just go to the planet where the Jedi is. Um, are not two but three co-hosts today. Um, we have James. How you doing, James? So this is the way. Tiff, how you doing? Yeah, good. This is the way. And from a rebel base in Plymouth, it's picture guy (laughs) Jamie JFM. How's it going, Frodo? How's it going, guys? Hope you're well. Thanks for having me. This is the way. Right, so seeing as we're a four-person team on this episode, it matches up quite well with Chapter 12, The Siege. Yeah, would you say? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so James, I've deemed you Mando, of course. Ross, you're you're top boy. Jamie, you are Dune, like you're a badass chick, like kick ass, you know? Yes. Tiff, you're maybe Yoda because you like biscuits and eggs. Yay! (laughs) And I'm the blue dude because I don't really want to be there and I'm happy to wait outside and and, and I'm scared of lava. (laughs) And someone else can be Apollo Creed, you know? Just wait in your racer. (laughs) Okay then, right. So the episode opens... With the partially repaired Razor Crest, just fix the damn ship and go see the Jedi. Sorry. Um, mm. Travelling through space, and the Mandalorian and the child are working together to repair the ship, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> the child's unable to understand with the red and blue wires. Yeah. Oh, the... <laughs> and Hedra keeps himself. So, yeah, what did we what did we make of this opening scene? Like the comedy oh. in this episode is spot on, man. Oh, definitely. It's so funny, right off the bat. And again, well, it hits you really early on with that cuteness, because there's always like, I mean, he's always oh cute, God. and he baby older, but there's there's just like, the, there's moments in the episode that are just extra, extra cute, and that is definitely like... But the fact that he's actually like doing things, trying to get him to yeah. do something now, he's not just yeah. a help, helpless baby. Yeah. It was fucking... <laughs> Hilarious. It reminded me a bit of um, Baby Groot, you know, with the, oh, the whole that's detonator the thing. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. just stolen the same thing and just put it again. Like, it recycled the good stuff. Like, oh, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I prefer <laughs> this. Like, I did like the Baby Groot. <laughs> yeah, same. But, like, nothing, this is cute, Baby Groot's a close, not yeah. so close second. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like Messi and Ronaldo. Baby Yoda <laughs> is Messi. Baby yeah. Groot is Ronaldo. Okay, and then they eat soup. And even though it's cute, baby Yoda eating soup, I just found it hilarious that Mando kept lifting up his mask for everything. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed that as well. Every time I was gonna, uh, he's just lifted it up every time, just sit back down again. So casual, so funny. But yeah, the, these two, like their relationship is just, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's so really funny. Feeling yeah. um, so off into last week's episode where you, where you made a, a passing comment about him not being fed. As soon as I saw that scene of him eating the soup, I was like, he's being fed! And just wrote that in my yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Tiff said feed baby Yoda. Yeah. Yes, it is good to see that they're feeding him, yes. He eats yeah. everything. 
<laughs> yeah, I know, but oh. literally, literally, like somebody, he ate someone's children. Do you know there was actually complaints about that? Yeah, understandable. Oh, yeah. really? I mean, it's stupid. Really? Understandable because everybody's fucking. Uh, oh, it's a fucking frog lady's eggs. It's Star Wars. Yeah, Get everybody's just. Grip. Yeah, in it. Fucking I know. Peak, that is peak snowflake. Sorry. It is. Yeah, you can't be offended yeah. by that. Like, it's oh. not like he's eating another Yoda. It's not like it's Hannibal Lecter, is it? So... Oh, yeah, that would be fucking <laughs> no, I could oh, not watch that. Imagine, imagine he ate another cute baby Yoda last year. Oh, no. That'd be worse than Negan, that. Negan pounding Glenn's head with a baseball bat. That was cool, to be fair. The way his eye popped, that really worked. <laughs> 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 okay, then. So. So to avoid going to the actual planet to find a Jedi, he decides to visit some old friends on Navarro. And that is the planet where we started the Mandalorian on. Yeah. Or right. right. Oh, yeah. The old armorer workshop is now a hideout for robbers. Vagina mouths. Oh, yes. oh my God. <laughs> I was thinking testicle mouths, but... Okay. Nah, they're too, ha- too hairy vagina mouths. <laughs> Swollen minge mouths. can get hairy. <laughs> Yeah. But my first thought was like they're discussing whether they're gonna eat the lava meerkat, and my first thought was eat the bastard. There's no room for any more cute animals. Fucking compare the meerkat, eat him. Yeah. Uh, and then Cassinthia, Cynthia. That's like Rugrats, isn't it? Uh, June. Uh, her first name's Cassinthia, apparently. Yeah. She comes. She comes and kicks some ass and saves. Compare the meerkat. I've written. The marshal, yeah, another marshal. Oh yeah, she's a new one. She's, there. she's badass in this scene. She is. Yeah, she it's... reminds me so much of Xena, Princess Warrior, in that scene where she's just kicking ass. Yeah, like, Ch- China feels. Yeah, do you know oh, what? I hadn't yeah. thought of that. Yeah, a bit, but, a bit yeah, of China. But... Yeah, but I did do some digging on her a bunk when I was she looking was other people for views. Well, no, in real life, apparently or allegedly. She's a massive Trump supporter, and yeah, she's been this. tweeting about like against transgender people and stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, dear. she's uh, so apparently D- Disney aren't too happy with her, so she might not last longer in the franchise. Now it didn't sound me on it; I just based it on the character she's playing. And yeah, me she too. was she was pretty badass. And yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. China vibes. As long as she doesn't make a sex tape with X Park, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Yeah, so then she she saves the compared to Mika, and I just think just feed it to Baby Yoda, get rid of it. Uh, there's always time, right? So then yeah. they anchorage on Navarro. Mando and BBY are met by Grief Cargo, former employer, enemy, and now ally Apollo Creed. So yeah, his name's what Grief Cargo, good name, and June. Mm. Uh, <laughs> So filling gaps if I miss stuff because I'm just going on my notes at the moment. So they he gets the razor quest fixed again, and the mechanic is looking all suspicious. Yeah, you took yeah, suspicious. yeah, I picked up okay. on that actually. Yeah, yeah. Like the way he's like looking at Bando and yeah, yeah, I couldn't yeah. make it any more obvious, could he? It's kind of a struggle. And really so, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't um when they first meet up, doesn't he give Baby Oda straight to her and like he right reaches his arms out? Or did I imagine that? Because that was cute. Yeah, 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 yeah. Proper feels. Proper yeah, feels. Like, oh. I'll get to it in a minute in the school stuff. Yeah, well, I'll save that. So, um, they're walking through Navarro, and so, am I right? The last time he was here, is that when he was fighting the other Mandalorians and he escaped? Yeah. Was that some... No, Did that was the last time. Back? I think. 
That's like because then they're walking through and it's so, booming. It's booming with trade, like, and he's looking around and it's like I don't know. It just looks like a decent hooky market. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds yeah. me when I went to Morocco and I got like chased by snake charmers. It's <laughs> a story for another day. Um, that so they drop the child at school, and the cuteness ensues. And I've written, "Put the cuteness in my eyes, give it to me." Because <laughs> it's so cute. Oh my god! Like the blue biscuits. Like Tiff, you talk about it. you're the baby Yoda connoisseur. Like, well, the kids being a douche to him. Like they're taking the piss out of baby Yoda. Well, just that one. She's just like that. But yeah, she doesn't yeah. want to share. Yeah, because... I, yeah. I still wanted to drop kick her, even though it's once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And part of me was a bit, like, very anxious, because I was like, oh, no, like he's going to get bullied or something, or they're going to be mean to him. But, um, yeah, but then he used force to steal the blue biscuit. <laughs> Which looked like... um. Like they exist in real life, those people. Yeah. Macaroons. Where they do? Yeah, macaroons. Yeah, they're macaroons. Yes. <laughs> That's why you're here, Jamie. Fucking MS macaroons. Yeah, oh. like legit. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? But yeah. Well, well, I think me and you, James, said in the last episode about he's using, he hasn't used his false powers yet. And we thought it yeah. was going to be a big moment. And he used, <laughs> yeah. it, he used, it, he used it for macaroons. Just throw away, just, yeah. <laughs> It was kind of funny. I was like, he's going to use a force now, isn't he? Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely going to happen. <laughs> but it was it was almost like every episode they rub in the cuteness. But I was literally watching it and I felt myself like just feeling the cuteness and I loved it. I co- yeah, me too. Like yeah. Disney, like we said before, just take my fucking money. Oh, just, <laughs> why couldn't I, I invent Baby Yoda? <laughs> I know, I right? That was... You're talking about like constantly waiting for him to use the force. It's like it's going to be something big. It's going to be something massive. It was something so small and subtle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what we've taken from that is that he no longer gets knackered after using the force. Yeah, pretty ah. much. It's a bit easier. Yeah. Every every time he's like, uh, okay, he was moving mountains, but every time he was just absolutely wiped out. It's like, nah, I need to hibernate. And this time he's just like, he's at school, greedy bastard. He's just using the force. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's literally my notes. He's at school, greedy bastard. The force, and then. The, the the droid teaching him looks like C three PO. Yeah, yeah. So my first thought looking at it was, has some since the Empire has fallen and Anakin Skywalker created C three PO? Did he create a franchise of that droid? Is he making money that people are copying that design? I think uh, he just remade another droid, didn't he? Didn't he just rebuild a droid that was already there? No, he created C three PO. I didn't know whether they were just a brand, like a type, like the R2 yeah, yeah, is a droid yeah, unit. Yeah, just did a unit, yeah. I wasn't yeah. sure if he just rebuilt I, it or if he did. I think C-3PO is unique to the annoying little Well, yeah, I think he's unique Phantom because Menace. of his personality and he learns and the fact that he's got all of these different oh, languages. Oh, so, so the base so design may have already been there. Yeah, I think it was. And then he created C-3PO as we know him. He created the person, essentially. So if I created a new phone that looked exactly like the Nokia 3310, <laughs> It'd kind of be like that, you know. Yeah, you'd probably yeah, get yeah. done. <laughs> Sorry for the yeah. dated reference. I but... know if it comes out of China, to be fair, like they get away with murder out there and copyright. <laughs> China. Um. Okay then. So, baby, I just dropped off at school to stay safe, and the Mithril blue dude shits himself when he sees Mando. <laughs> yeah. And mm. he was a bounty Mando collected in season, which we were reminded of in in the opening of the episode. Um. I fucking love this guy. Yeah, he's funny, man. Uh, he literally does. Have you seen Finding Nemo? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. When the pink squid thing's like, you guys made me ink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. literally what he does, but out of like his face. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he's still blind in one eye from the carbonite. And oh, he's yeah. got a debt he's paying off for 350 years. That's mad. Uh, oh, that is how, mad. how long does he live for and how much did he fucking steal? In it. <laughs> Although, I mean, maybe it's a harsh sentence. We don't know. But yeah, I liked immediately how yeah it was funny seeing him. Um, Grief and annoying. Jim. Oh, not a fan of Blueface. Nah, it means you're not a fan of me. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> Grief and June explain the job to remove the Empire from the planet by going to infor- infiltrate the base. Overload the reactor and escape the base. Find a dealer. Find a supplier. I know that's Jump Street, isn't it? Yeah. Ice Cube. <laughs> Infiltrate the dealers. Find a supplier. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jump Street is amazing. Um, and then I've written Love a Land Speeder. Nice to watch. Pleasing on my brain. Yeah, it was a pretty cool scene. It's like, is it the same as Luke Skywalker's one, or is it a bit bigger? It's got a different engine, I think, because it's got a big. Oh, engine. okay. Yeah, different, different color, and I think. Well, you got you got a droid into you got a droid into or two droids and two humans in Luke. So. So this one has had a bit of exhibit on Pimp My Ride. He's like, "Hey, player, I'm a fish. <laughs> I'm gonna put a fish tank in your trunk of your car." Do you remember that? It's yeah. because on the wheel. Pimp my rag was so strange. It's like, why would you want a fucking weird. fish tank in your boot? I can't yeah. be stopping in it. Uh, imagine how fucking heavy that would be. Oh, you've no, got, no. You've got to clean the court out once a week. Like The fish are going to be swishing around. Imagine yeah. the cleaning bill. Oh. I mean, I need to put my shopping in there from Manston. There's a fucking fish tank. Imagine if your car gets white spot. You'd be fucked, wouldn't you? You'd have to just change yeah. your whole cycle. Yeah, fuck you, exhibit. Anyway... <clears throat> The Mithril is funny in this bit. I like this dude. So they're outside the base. He really doesn't want to get in. He's just worried about he. I'm just get, doing guesswork here at the moment. He doesn't want to go in, does he? He just wants to stay with his speeder. Yeah, he just mm-hmm. wants to say so. And they want to get him to open the door. And he says he'll knock 50 years off his debt or something. Something like yeah, that, yeah. And then Mando spots a platform above and rockets up there. Yep. And then he throws a stormtrooper <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting that. That oh, was, that was wicked. There's yeah, that's pretty like, straight off. There's a lot of falling stormtroopers that was really good. Oh, yeah. Stormtroopers are bad in this. Like, they're normally yeah, that, bad, that, but, but that was a so good thing. Bad. Like they yeah. had everything. We'll get into it later. But yeah, yeah this was proper proper comedy stormtrooper Star moment. If you know, stormtroopers. Yeah. They yeah. Mm-hmm. all blind and stupid. Right. Then I've written. They get into the base. Brilliant. <laughs> it's almost like there's there's a reason as why the empire fucking fell is because the stormtroopers are just a load of shit. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Pretty much. so terrible. Yeah, uh, the Mithro is afraid of heights and lava, but they, he threatens to put him back in the carbonite uh, and access to control and gets to work shutting down the coolant line. So that so before that. They're going through the base. Do they encounter any stormtroopers? I've skipped a massive bit. No, they're they sneak all the way there. No, do they? On the way, I swear on the way they... back when they encounter people. Yeah, because they, they get caught, don't they, on the way out. 
Yeah, I think yeah, it's on yeah. the way out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because then the next bit is where I've got the most detailed bit, and it's probably the biggest reveal of the season so far. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So I feel like we need to talk about this a lot. So Jarin, Mando, June, Karga, and the Mifol find several tanks containing several deformed strand cast, which are clones. Mm-hmm. See uh, Alien Resurrection. Mm-hmm. June and Karga realize that the Imperial facility is not an operating base, but is a lab. So let's stop there. My immediate thought was obviously the disappointment that was The Last Jedi. <laughs> this is obviously all connected to, obviously, Snoke and yep. the Empire, the Emperor. Mm-hmm. And then the more we go into it, we realize that the child, baby Yoda, they needed midichlorian or force DNA to make this work. I think that's what they made it, because it was so, like the M thing, wasn't it? It didn't say Mandalorian specifically, but they did say the M thing or something, didn't they? Yeah, no, they, 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 I think oh, they well, said, like, yeah, the, the, midis the midis or something. Sorry, Jamie, yeah, go on. Sorry, guys. Um, I think they said something like midis or something like that. Yeah, um, something like that, wasn't it? it was... Yeah, my, no, sorry, the midichlorian thing was, which I hate that they created, that the Force is actually small beings, but it's there in the universe. That was my assumption, that because he... Baby Yoda has the force, they would use that to recreate the thing. But as much as I like that we've had this reveal I did not see coming, I've also a bit like, are you doing that to try and make that movie better by in The Mandalorian? And does that mean Baby Yoda dies because it works because the Emperor comes back? See, I had a big, I had a big feel about um, uh, people undying compared to the films we have after the whole of the Mandalorian sort of outset. It's like, yeah, so... where, is, where is everyone, for one? And like you said, with, with them trying to take blood and trying to take DNA from, from Baby Yoda, and we end up with shitty Snoke, it's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, my first thought was Snoke when I saw that thing, and then I was like, yeah. oh, God, then the Emperor, 30 years of cloning... It makes sense for them to want to clean up that story, but I, that, do we need it in The Mandalorian? That was kind of my biggest takeaway. I think the biggest thing was that they didn't touch it in the third big, the third trilogy. Like that, That's one thing that I specifically really did not like in any way about. Is that they no, dropped they brought the Emperor they, back yeah. and then built the story around it because they wanted to bring yeah. the Emperor back. Well, not even that. They, it's not even that. It's J.J. Abrams tried to bring in Snoke to then bring in the First Order to then bring in the Knights of Ren and to make all of this thing happen. But then they dropped that with the second film. And then yeah, they made they it used a about, director. Yeah. Exactly, and then for the third film, they made the Emperor the bad guy. Let's not make it. Let's make a clear distinction yeah. that that's the those are the steps that the trilogy took, and then yeah. this again feeding into that is that they're trying to make the first story work, even though they realised it was shit in the most recent trilogy. Back the out of it in the second movie and made a completely <laughs> different ending for the well, third. So if they're then trying to justify it, why are you wasting your time with it? Or is it just a pre-script before they then changed all of what's happened? Has this been in the works for a couple of years? We don't know that. So, I mean, yeah. We yeah, can go either really like, deep with it, when, or we can... Uh, my thoughts were, was Favreau always going to do this with The Mandalorian, knowing mm. that that movie came out last year? But we could do a whole separate podcast on that new trilogy. Mm-hmm. But just a point on that, Abraham's story that you started in the first one, I was happy to see carry out. Mm. Obviously, the second movie, different director, goes a different direction, then he writes all those wrongs. But the second movie is my favourite. 
it's the best yeah. Jet Fuel. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. no, the, I'm it tempted. It's the best movie, but mm. I prefer the plot from the first and third one. It's just done really badly. In the yeah, third one. yeah, spectacularly badly in the third one. Oh god, yeah. Um, I think. Go on, to sum it up, anything John Favreau was going to touch was going to be absolute gold. Yeah, um, yeah. there was always going to be Disney involved, I suppose. Is what we yeah, definitely, and I think he has tried because he's all for being this humble person, and like he's had such massive influences on all the latest adventure films and things like that as well. Mm-hmm. Leading off from Iron Man, I think he's probably tried to do that trilogy justice by bringing this arc in and going right. We'll give you a backstory to go off to make it look better. But, yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense because think... he's, he's now big up in the Star Wars as well, isn't he? He's like, like up there with their main guys because haven't they got the guy who was involved in Lucasfilm in the eighties who then left, got back involved with it now, and isn't that the team who then created the Mandalorian? So then we've obviously got them who are potentially could be taking the Star Wars stuff over the next few years to where nice. it needs to go or something maybe because well, DB and DB, the guys from Game of Thrones, they got dropped. So we oh, don't know what the plan is for Star Wars oh. overall in the overarching story. So we, he could be helping that along and setting seats for stuff that we could also be seeing in the coming times as well, I suppose. So I suppose we have to be open, at least. The, the fact that those guys got dropped from Star Wars pisses me off so much more about Season 8 of Thrones. I love yeah, it. They deserve, they deserve Yeah, but it pisses me off more because, because obviously the reason, they rushed, the they rushed for they nothing. The reason they rushed Thrones was for fucking Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. it's the only right. way they could be punished anyway, that's the, thing. They, yeah. the only thing they could do is take Star Wars they did, thank <laughs> fucking god karma is a bitch um, <laughs> in discussing what you guys were just saying about the backstory for Mandalorian to connect it to the movie universe, my first point would be Favreau needs to make a movie because the Mandalorian yeah. is the best storytelling Star Wars has ever done because we love the movies the franchise, the Skywalker saga but yeah it is a bit cheesy, but that is Star Wars. But The Mandalorian is awesome. Mm. But what I will say is, what we spoke about in every episode is every single episode is a different adventure. Mm-hmm. Mando goes to planet. Mando saves a day. Mando leaves planet. Mm. And yeah, let's see it go wrong. But they, yeah, and but they also need to get to the bigger picture a bit more often, a bit more cliffhanger, a bit more long-term story. I do like the weekly adventures, but if if this is what they're going with, the clones, cool. But it gives it I don't know, it expands it a bit, gives it a wider. I think they're just taking but, the clone technology you know? and then taking it further yeah. from there. That's what I think they're doing. Yeah. I think they're trying to create their own version of something which may eventually be where Snoke came from. But Snoke's backstory is he's from the very, very outer rims of the galaxy where no person, no people live or no anything like that so it could be a bit of anything yeah. that they're trying to make but i don't think it's Snoke specifically just if anything is going to make it if anything's going to make it work it's the mandalorian there's your favorite yeah. he can make anything yeah so they're talking about they get a video playback from the doctor from the first two episodes of the first series where he gets the child from and he mm. used exhausted the blood but without actually killing the child which mm. made me sad Mm. Poor baby Yoda. Mm. <laughs> um, if the experiments are to continue, they need to access the donor. So now we know why Moff Gideon and the Empire, or what's left of it, want the child, which yep. is massive, really. Huge reveal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we needed that, as you say. We needed it in the overarching story. We needed their motive, so it's good that we've got it finally, because now we know why they want him specifically. 
Yeah. So then Mythol reveals that the transmission that they watched is only three days old. And Mando realizes that if Gideon is alive, because I forgot that he thought he was dead, mm-hmm. uh, the, ch- the child the child is yeah. in danger. Well, yeah. And then, okay, then. So. Then and they're they... going to be hot on the trail as well because they're after him. So. Yeah, so, so now we know Moff Gideon's on the chase. He's probably mm. going to appear in the next episode. We've also got the, the Jedi from Clone Wars to appear. So, yeah, yeah. Ma- massiveness. Yeah, this could but, be really cool. This could and be, now yeah. Mando finally knows that he is in, you know, the, the shit. He needs to. Yeah. 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 So the group are attacked by stormtroopers and a gun battle ensues and the stormtroopers are shit at shooting. They're so bad. Oh, they're I, I even said to James, because I'm not a big Star Wars person, but I know that they're notorious for being terrible. But even yeah. I was like, yeah, but aren't they, are they extra terrible this time? Because they're just so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's they're kind just... of like ramped up a little bit, I'd say. Like, they're bad anyway, but they are so bad in this episode. There's so many <laughs> oh, of shit. them. I mean, I'm glad, because obviously yeah. we don't want anything but, to happen. But... Yeah. but while watching it, especially this bit, like the big blaster fight, I was like, oh my God, this is this is Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Another yeah, yeah, way definitely. to explain it, and I mm. absolutely loved it. Yeah, yeah, it was more of what we got in the last episode as well with that. With that, um, what was it the freight carrier or whatever it's called? Uh, the big ship. It's just the exact same thing as that. It yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. It was. It was what you expected of the Star Wars universe. It's, it looks the way you expected to. It, it well. sounds like an obvious thing to say because this is part of the Star Wars universe. But Mandalorian has felt a bit different because it's the mm. first sort of proper TV series they're doing. Mm. But I was like, it felt like Star Wars cranked up to eleven and done well. As as I love it. Do you know what I mean? I was like, this is yeah. fucking quality. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt as well. I was like, I, yeah. And it, I, I, would, I, would I didn't know. If, in that whole chat we just had about clones and the saga, you must have been thinking, what the fuck are they? Doing? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hundred percent. That's why I stayed quiet. That's why you I was stayed like, quiet. I, yeah, yeah, she I knows, haven't she got knows. a fucking clue. <laughs> Baby Yoda eating biscuits. Yeah. Macaroons. <laughs> yeah, just, just pass the macaroons. Tiff's back in it now, though, because you just got, right, standard Star Wars, breaking into a base, breaking into a ship, yada, 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 gunfight. Oh, it's a trap. And then everyone's just running, <laughs> shouting. <laughs> Someone right. actually said it's a trap, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh so funny. Oh. <laughs> and then they, they run back out and they're like, shit, what do we do? There's, there's yeah. One thing for oh, it. yeah. They get to the the Trexler Maruda, which my guy Mithril is like really like excited about. Yeah, he was. He really wanted to take a ride on that. I fucking bet he did. And um, <laughs> they get away. And do you know, watching her drive that, I don't know. I didn't realize I liked chases, and but it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was like so I was watching good. The Fast and the Furious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Vin Diesel oh. was going to like backflip off an airplane and land in the driver's seat and do a three-point turn. Oh, guys, they got a tank. <laughs> oh, God. See, I've got that, Fast and Furious, as, as they're all sort of coming down the mountain and stuff on their own speeders. And then uh, go straight into like Mad Max feel, which is so mad. They're yeah, just I've literally never seen Mad Max. It. This is a movie podcast. I'm the yeah. host, and I've never seen <laughs> Next trilogy we're doing. Next yeah. You need to watch um, that. So then, another thing I got excited about, because again, more callbacks. The apparently they're called the 740Z speeder bikes that the mm. uh, 
Stormtroopers ride. Yeah. That was so good. They were awesome. Yeah. Now they fucked down the hill when they come down. As well. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> immediately just fucked three of them, didn't they? Like, I, yeah. I was like, this is going to go badly. And yeah, it really does really quickly. Yeah. But yeah. I loved how when Apollo Creed Carga is using like, the laser turret thing, yeah. which is quality, when they all they do is go down the sides of it, but it doesn't turn that far. And I, yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, it was just quality, man. It was so good. It was so, it was, I was literally engaged for this whole episode, like the cuteness. Yeah, me too. Then the reveal, and then it gets back to the action. Yeah, and then and then the tie fighters turn up. Yeah, oh. I mean, I, literally, I was like, oh my god, just throw the Star Wars at my face. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that meme of the girl with the hot dogs that fall on her face? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was tie fighters and X fighters. That, that and... was me with tie fighters and blue macaroons, just <laughs> and sausages. <laughs> Okay, yeah. If you're talking about Big Yoda in Jedi, uh, no Empire, yeah. He steals Luke's sausage, does he? <laughs> oh, Tiff, that's what I was going to say. Do you remember when I was really clever and said the first episode was sand, then there was snow and water? Was yeah. you said you said that it would literally be a volcano, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. did. I said fire. Yeah. I said fire's next. Oh shit! And yeah. Yeah, no, here we go. It's fucking, it's fucking Avatar, man. It's Avatar. That's it's Avatar. It it's got to be just a space, a whole space episode next week, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've yeah. covered everything else. It's got to be up there yeah. next time. I, my, my fault was it'll be in the sky. Yeah, yeah, I reckon you're right. I reckon you're right. Yeah. Right, it's so obvious. Or now, underground. Oh, underground. That's different. That's different. Now, they sort of did that, didn't they? They covered with the, you know, the old... Uh... The spiders. Yeah, oh, yeah, the, and, the and the worm, yeah, and the worm, oh, yeah. the worm, tremors, yeah, yeah, and they were basically mm. looked underground, they were built into a man. In what face. I will say, sorry, guys, about this bit is we're a long time without Mando, and it's literally Apollo and the Trump girl, like, mm-hmm. and then out, out of nowhere, he turns up in the Razor Quest. And I, I get that the, the time away probably made that moment better because ah oh, bosh here he is but i was like they fixed that pretty quick you had to go save you yeah, that. That. had to go and pick him up didn't he yeah it was time to pick him up from school there's no spaces enough can we can club. that be our thumbnail this week can we be mando picking up baby yoda from school <laughs> oh, <laughs> get on it. thank you we'll, we'll discuss thumbnails after we've actually got yoda in his little private school uniform <laughs> With a packet of Marks and Spencer macaroons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what like, I meant when was the ship. Like they made out like it's gonna take a while to fix it. You might have yeah. mission. And it was yeah, so yeah. fucked, wasn't it? It was it was Yeah, it was beyond yeah. practically destroyed. Like, in really. the last episode when ah oh, frog lady and her husband. They, <laughs> they pretty much fucking sticky taped it back together. Exactly. Anyway, and... yeah. So he turns up, bosh, 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 saves the day. And uh, Razor Crest appears, takes out the TIE fighter with the child in the co pilot seat. <laughs> <laughs> he tells him, to ha- tells him to hang in there. Yeah. Well, scoffing macaroons. Yeah, he's yeah. still got the biscuits. Like, how is he going to finish them at school? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, he must be really engaged with C3PO's like, cousin or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> in prison while teaching. 
Uh, back on the ground, Apollo Creed asks the Mandalorian what he owes him. He, he replies, the repairs will fix it. Oh, you missed a little bit there. Yeah, oh, you, missed it. you missed a great bit. So, so, right, so, baby, so baby Yoda's eating the blue macaroon. And then yeah. he says to like, hold on, you know, and they go all flying and that. And then when he lands, what does Baby Yoda do? Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> the blue puke. Yeah. <laughs> it's blue all down his front. It's just bright blue all down his front. <laughs> he just laps after as well. It's yeah, brilliant. it's just a cute little laughter after his oh. oh, my God. It's just oh, Jamie, a... you've, you've got children, haven't you? That just reminds me of when they're babies and uh, you've just got changed and you get a little milk stick on you. Oh, mate, it reminds me of... I'd say he actually does remind me of my 16 month year old man. Everything he does, he's just started walking as well. So he's like rambling around and just <laughs> proper cute pain in the ass. Oh, it's a good problem to have. Good. Okay, then. So he offers to buy him a drink and he responds, he's got some business to take care of. So hopefully now he's, he's fixed his ship. He's going to go to a planet. Oh, he's going to go to fucking Cloud City, isn't he? No, he's going mm. to um, meet uh, Aksana Tar. Uh, yeah, but is, is she on Cloud City? Uh, no, it'd be cool. And June Mythel that they have to catch the road before Gideon comes back after them. Free watch as the Razor Crest. Razor Crest is in space. So, later, a New Republic pilot, Captain Carson Dever, questions Cargo about the destruction of the Imperial. So we get the uh, the New Republic again. Mm-hmm. Any right? Who's got some notes on this? The New Republic bit when he Jango basically basically asks her like they wants her to rejoin, and she's like, "I'm not a, I'm not not a. blue." Yeah, I've just got a Republic badge. Um, oh, he leaves it, and she, yep. she does. Yeah, yeah. People are saying like. Been reading a couple, couple of forums and stuff, or, or what have you, and people have been saying like, I've not read too much into it. Them offering her a way out is actually the actress's way out of the whole franchise because oh, she's yeah. a homophobic Trump supporter. Yep. Yeah, that's Ooh. the one. I know Lucas controversy, but <laughs> oh, it's a shame. She's a good character, man. I like. Yeah, her she man. was. Yeah, she yeah. was cool. She was cool. Apart from the fact that she's still feeding that fucking lava meerkat. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Eat it. Right. Um, Right, okay. So Gideon's ambition. Oh. Aboard an Arquitans-class command cruiser, an Imperial comms officer talks with Mimbanese, tells her that the homing beacon has been planted. So that was the mechanic that looked suspicious at the start, has plastered a homing beacon on On the ship. Yeah. And the officer thanks him, and he'd be rewarded in the new era, which is obviously the the dark, not the dark order. That's fucking uh, <laughs> AEW. A- a- yeah. What's it called? The first order. <laughs> the first order. <laughs> and then Moff Gideon is watching as several Imperial scientists work in a lab. Tells Gideon that the spy has parted the beacon on the Razor Quest and confirms that the Mandalorian still has the asset. Gideon vows to be ready as he turns to gaze of rows of dark troopers who remain Ooh. in stasis. Now, is that armor or is that people? I was trying to figure out what it was. Gideon, Gideon's Imperial Remnant, apparently, a type of dark trooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to read too much in case that's a spoiler, but yeah. 
Well, there's just Ooh. different levels of stormtroopers. So you're yeah. basically infantry. You've got your then so is this... generals, and you get these covert. Is Where the fuck have they been this whole time? Is this them doing the Knights of Ren correctly? I don't know. I don't know. Or, they're, or they're not that good. It's just still basic stormtrooper, but it's just a, a more intelligent class, I think, is what they give them. Oh, good. Just preparing for an adaptation, their adaptation of the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah, that's what mm. they're going to do. Yeah. Right. I can see how next like, I got a vision in next week's episode though do you know where we're talking about we've had earth, wind, fire, water mm. Yeah. and now mm. we're saying it's going to be up in the sky it's going to be in space now looking at the destroyer it, it's going to be and what I think is going to happen is Mando's ship is going to land on the upside of the destroyer just like the Millennium Falcon did and that's essentially going to break the, the, the beacon, the tracking beacon that's, that's going on there oh, that's a great <laughs> shout Great that shout. is a good shout, yeah. Da, 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 da. And then they'll be like, "We've lost them. Where are they gone? They're, they're they're here, but they're not here." And yeah, but so he's got to, he's got to find out it's there first. So yeah, I think the uh, Jedi gal from Clone Wars will turn up for sure. Yeah, definitely lead them there. Okay. Then. Right. Has anyone got anything else to add? Is there anything we missed? Sneaky Ooh. bloody Russians. That's about it. Sneaky bloody Russians. Right. Yeah. Right, let's grab our blue biscuits and move on to MVPs and popcorn ratings. Right, seeing as you are the guest, Jamie, you you can go first. So first, MVP. My MVP is going to be Marsha June because she is just badass from the front. That scene at the start just reminded me straight up of Xena Princess Warrior and then when she led <laughs> when she led the assault and the escape at the end and the way that she was ragging that tank around man. Mm. Honestly yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think I've got a little crush on her and it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I would like her to throw me about a bit. There's nothing wrong with a strong chick, man. Like, I just yeah. didn't know how PC I needed to be, but yeah. Nah, no, nah, we can go man. there. No, definitely. I, I feel like that donkey punch would actually knock me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my lord. So it'd so actually be like rape while I was asleep. Anyway, um, that's the MVP. A uh, little review and how many popcorns. I sent you the. Image that you yes, made, you did. I? Uh, you sent me the image <laughs> that, back that I sent you. Um, no, I think it was it was a great episode, and it it did open up the whole. I think the main thing we can take away from this episode, in, in the bigger picture, is the fact that they've bridged the arc with the uh, midichlorians, the cloning, and yeah. how how all of that actually comes about. It might be a totally different, totally different storyline. But again, it, it's going to open up to that. So I think it was great. And the fact that we went back to see Apollo Creed and um, <laughs> and Marshall June was was great. But for me, it gets a seven, I think. That's obviously, you're going to have to have something special to, to get right up there on a 10. But it's good. It, it hits a seven popcorn rating for me. Oh, yes. Seven. Okie dokie. So seven and June. Yep. Uh, Tiff, what are you saying, fam? What are you saying, fam? Right. Um, my MVP is, um, and no, I didn't plan this, but it, it's June as well. I just right. thought she was awesome. Probably not for the same reasons as you guys do, but uh, <laughs> although I did say to James, well, no, 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 we still think she's cool. No, 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 I'm only joking. She can punch, she, she can punch me in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, she's she's badass, man. She's really cool. I, um, you know, regardless of like all the 
troubles she like the actress may have the character oh, yeah, herself yeah. Like, forget all that shit she yeah she's a good character um and she's awesome and it's always cool to see a badass chick so uh yeah she's my mvp um yeah a lot what you said mike earlier the, it was just really awesome i loved it i was i felt very and star warsy um and the <laughs> yeah. fact that i'm not a massive star wars fan that you know that says something it just it was just awesome i was very engaged the whole way through um yeah loved it and obviously baby yoda's cuteness is just always there so um i'm gonna give it a eight very good Ooh. okay i'll go next because james is the main event so it goes last like roman reigns um <laughs> Okay, my MVP is Baby Yoda. <laughs> Again? Of I mean, at the start of the season two, I said I'm going to give it to him every episode, but <laughs> the, frog, the frog couple jumped in, and I'm not giving it to Mando yet. I'm try- starting to think Mando should have got it in episode one, but we'll see what happens as a series. But just that first five to ten minutes, of the biscuits and the electricity and the soup, I just wanted—I just wanted to rub my tablet on my eyes <laughs> and get the cuteness inside me because I'm just like this corporate machine has created this fucking cuteness, and I just want it to eat it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, like Definitely we, gives you gizmo feels. If we're all mm. living in a weird matrix, being controlled by the elite, do not unplug me. No, <laughs> because Baby Yoda. <laughs> is that a good enough explanation? Yeah, that's perfect. perfect. And my popcorn rating, um, I agree with what Jamie said, like connecting it to the wider universe, giving it a bigger picture story with what I've been looking for since episode two, and I'm glad they've done it. I'm intrigued. I want to know more. It was done very well. But how I felt, and it was the same length as the last episode, but it didn't feel short. The last episode was 35 minutes. This was 35 minutes, I think. But this felt like a much longer episode than the last one. It didn't feel like it finished mm. too early. Mm. But yeah, pure styles. I'm giving it nine. It was fantastic. I was just gripped the whole way through. It was fucking brilliant. Everything I want from Star Wars was in it. So yeah, nine popcorns, baby Yoda, donkey punched me in the head of a blue biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, I feel like you've built me up now. I do really feel like you've built me up. <laughs> you've done that to yourself, my man. Okay, okay. So you're Ibrahimovic on the back of your Man United shirt. So yeah, that's true. That's true. So um, yeah, no, I mean overall, it was a great episode. It was sticking on trend of last week. Last week was still. Uh, I still think it's fantastic. I still really enjoyed it. But this just takes last week, builds upon it, and helps in lots of ways. So it, it takes last week's introduction of these Clone Wars characters, something that as a casual necessarily you wouldn't necessarily wouldn't know. But again, they're getting the wider stuff in for the Star Wars universe. They're working in these little extra parts like the midichlorians, like the cloning, like they're getting you to ask all these questions, which is probably what exactly they wanted to do with season two. I think it's the, the main point was to build upon what they had. And they're doing it fantastically each week. It is great. My MVP this week. Um, I kind of want to give it to Grief Karga. I really do. But that's just because of it's going to be uh, Happy Gilmore flashbacks. It's all in the hips. 
Tap it in. Tap, tap, tap. Why won't you go home? So, um, I love that film. Classic. Anyway, um, yeah, I kind of want to give it to Grief Cargo. I can't give it to Mando because I think it wasn't it's episode two. You, or yeah, you've used yeah. your Mando up. Used oh, yeah, Mando. Jamie, if you was unaware, we're all allowed one Mando MVP. Right, got ya. I haven't used mine yet. I've used three Baby Yodas and the Frog People. Uh, <laughs> I, I definitely reckon the best is yet to come from Mando, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think he's got room to grow in. I think, yeah, which is why I think I probably shouldn't have given mine away quite so quickly. But um, yeah, no, I'm I'm going to give it to Grief Cargo. I'm going to give it to Carl Weathers just because I don't think uh, Carl June. Uh, I didn't think she was that good. She was good, but she always does. She's a great supporting character. That's probably what's limiting her more than anything else. She does it great in Deadpool and everything else. She's like, she's just kind of the muscle just there, but she's just a, a chick. Obviously, it's just it, it's no problem in the fact that she's a female or anything like that. It's just that she's just there for muscle for me. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go Grief Carga and uh, as I say, the episode's just sticking on trend with this series so far. I'm going to go with a, another uh, very high one. I'm going to give it an 8 this time. I was tempted to go for a 9. I'm probably actually going to settle for an 8.5 overall. 8.5? Yeah. Right, someone get a calculator out. There's not enough popcorn to go around. Right, I got it. I got it. So we've got a seven, a nine, an a eight, nine, an eight, and an eight point five. Divided Thirty-two point five divided by four, four gives you eight point one two five. So we'll say eight, eight, eight popcorns. Yeah, I'm good. I'm happy with that. So, yeah, so I think that's the best episode so far. I've not been tracking it. I've- I think it's the best rated amongst all of us, to be fair. Yeah. Like, I think that's definitely got the highest marks. But there is four of us, but that's mm. fine. Um, okay, then. I mean, just to summarise, not to repeat myself, but I've, Bando's got so good now, I feel like it needs a bigger stage. And I feel like with adding that clone thing in and that story arc, it's taken <coughs> it up another level, which it deserves. Mm. So I'm excited to watch to come Mando oh, needs yeah. a trilogy the four episodes left yeah two. that's all that yeah I think there's only two episodes left no it's eight episodes in oh is there time. oh okay oh thank god well yeah there's four then which will take us up to Christmas that's scary <laughs> that is scary baby Yoda in a Santa suit Oh my yeah. god! That, that's good. right. We're getting ahead of ourselves on thumbnails. Keep time in the back pocket. You know? <laughs> Plus, I was say it's worth bringing Jamie on if just for the fact that he came with a calculator. Right. Okay, oh, well, <laughs> Jamie, if you want to come back next week for Mando, if you're free, you're more than welcome. Guys, it'd be an absolute pleasure. It's been great. Um, Thank you very much for having me. Tiff, James, and Jamie, I am off to clean my outer rib. <laughs> Before she's already cleaned. Because, I'm off to Marks and Spencers. Because June, <laughs> June has literally donkey punched the shit out of me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. And yeah. Uh, we'll see you next time. We hopefully we get some gentlemen. The ship is fixed. Yay!